there's multiple shapes and sizes to decide that a real fat guy is just a bear and it's hitting an animal. Well, it's not going to hit a bear. <laughs> well, yeah, I know that. But it will determine the, the... Launch speed? Launch speed? Launch speed? <laughs> Stop, I'm trying to think. I'm trying to put my words together. You're rushing me. Am I helping? No, not at all. No one else can see my hands. Welcome to Launch Speed. Welcome back to Launch Steed, the podcast where we hurl baby horses into the depths of space to meet their icy demise. I'm Brendan. I'm Zach. And uh, welcome back to another another week of the podcast. Do you think of that on the spot? I, I have a list now in a, in a document that you can't see so that okay. it doesn't ruin it for you. All right. I appreciate yeah, that. Yeah, I've got a couple more. It's uh, Luckily, I only have to do one a week because I've only got about five more here. <laughs> <laughs> it's, I, I don't know. They're creative. Good. I'm glad you're enjoying them. Hopefully it doesn't confuse people, but I feel like if they click on the podcast that says launch speed, they're not going to be confused when I say it's launch steed or, or blanche speed. Blanche speed. Yeah. <laughs> we <laughs> boil vegetables at high speeds. <laughs> Put them into ice water. Cool process. Yeah. So, uh, is that what blanching is? Yeah. You, you boil like vegetables or fruit or something and then you stick them in ice cold water to stop them from cooking. So it's like really good for like peaches and tomatoes if you want to peel them right you get them up to temp and then you shock them so that you don't actually cook the peach and then you just peel the skin right off same thing with tomatoes huh we could have talked about this last week we but could have. <laughs> i didn't ask though <laughs> you're just like okay all right yeah i'll take it yeah man so uh it's a, it's a it's a new week it's a new week yeah we're back in the stewed yeah did you hear that uh jeff bezos got hacked I well, I hadn't heard of it before you had put it in our rundown. Yeah, so uh, I I thought this was crazy, right? He's like the the wealthiest man in the world. And yeah, even he got hacked by someone. Uh, but the story is, you know how um, the Saudi Arabians killed a journalist. Yeah, from the Washington Post. So Jeff Bezos was like BFFs, Biffles with, with that the, guy with the Saudi Arabian prince. And then one of the journalists of the Washington Post, which he owns, spoke out against the Saudi Arabian prince and got the axe. <laughs> and, and then now they're not on speaking terms. But anyway, the prince sent him a video and on a WhatsApp, the communication service. And after that, his phone just started uploading tons and tons of data to <laughs> some <laughs> website. He, he had to pay someone to forensically figure out what happened. Is like, whoa, not going to accepting messages from the prince of Saudi Arabia anymore. Yeah, everyone knows when they say they're a prince from some country. But it was the real prince. Yeah, but still, like everyone knows. (laughs) If you send me $10,000, I'll send you $10 Right. Yeah. I'll send you pure gold plates. Yeah. That'd be nice, like giant ingots. What was his data stolen? Like, does does it mention what was actually stolen? I don't know. I don't really care either. I can look into it if you want. Oh, it does say that nude photos were threatened to be released. Yeah, for Bezos. Oh, was this was this what uh what initialized the scandal a while ago? Uh, I don't think so. I thought that was a website that posted that just released all their top users. That well, that was uh Matt Madison something. Is that what you're talking about? Yeah. Okay. Well, so Bezos had a thing where. He's getting divorced and bye-bye, like, $45 billion. And because he was having an affair with his, like, secretary or something. Okay. 
but so maybe maybe that's where these photos came from. I don't Yo, know, but WhatsApp the, is is super sketchy, man. Yeah, not mostly because it's incredibly secure line of communication. Yeah, this is what they use in China for you know reasons. Yeah, and I believe no, like none of our military is allowed to have WhatsApp on their phones. Really, I hadn't heard that because you can't. Because uh, since WhatsApp is coded on both sides, it apparently makes it impossible to. Well, iMessage is the same way. It's encrypted end to end. No, not not your regular text messages, but iMessage. Yeah, did not know that. Mm-hmm. But military apparently has a big issue with WhatsApp. I had a friend who was in the Navy. And he was part of intelligence, and they were like, "That's how everyone in Saudi Arabia talks. Like that's what uh-huh. terrorists use to communicate." Is what's that? Yep. Yeah, well, they used to use video games. They used to get on <laughs> World of Warcraft and talk on World of Warcraft because like nobody would log that, right? Yeah, I uh, and in the first season of uh, what was it, Jack Reacher? Nope, Jack Ryan. Ryan. Always get those mixed up. They're using some some weird video game. They're talking on there. Yeah, right. Real life stuff. I think I think they may have used at one point My Little Pony, like a My Little Pony video game to talk. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> There's some creative people out there, man. Yeah, got to get around it. I just, somehow that it's just. I guess if there's if you like if you have to use the internet and like you know you're going to be tracked, you need to do it in a manner that's like, oh, he's just playing a video game. I guess, man, you walk into like an internet cafe and there's some big burly dude that's definitely armed with a giant beard and a turban <laughs> playing My Little Pony. You might have some questions. <laughs> you might be like, I don't know if this is legit. But it's 2020 now, so there's bronies everywhere. Yeah, I But don't, I feel like uh, in Saudi Arabia, no. they would still kill you for that. Probably. They'll I kill mean, you for anything. Yeah. <laughs> Especially if you're talking against Saudi Arabia as a journalist. That's true. Oop. They'll skirt, skirt. They'll get you in the embassy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. They'll get Walked you in, in the door. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I saw this thing on uh, on Reddit this week, and it was like uh, somebody was like, oh, this guy in Canada got cornered and shot to death by police. And somebody responded to that comment and was like, oh, you mean this guy? This guy that was trying to stab people with his dick out? And I looked up the story, and it was like the first guy had misrepresented it so hard, but that's actually what happened. He he was exposing himself and trying to stab people with a switchblade. So the police shot him. That's fair enough. I I mean, I guess you're not going to go hands to hands with this guy. But that that reminded me of uh, the and the reason I'm talking about this is because when some ISIS guy died, the Washington Post published his death as like. Uh, a Muslim scholar and like a father of two. Was that where we sent the dogs in after him? Uh, I don't know. I don't know how he died. Like he like killed himself in like he committed suicide because like we had just like released the dogs, like released the hounds of hell, and they're like, nope, we're done. <laughs> Tell you what, I would. I mean, <laughs> shit. I don't want to get any dog in the military. Don't want it part of me. <laughs> I don't want its teeth in me at any point of my life. Yeah, no, I'm not about that. Anyway, so that, that reminded me of, so that whole thing when Washington Post posted that ridiculous obituary, uh, there's all these like memes about it. And so <laughs> I responded to that comment on Reddit. It was like, uh, Ramsey Bolton, all, <laughs> all steamed philanthropist <laughs> and ambassador, passed away at home surrounded by his dogs. <laughs> that, was, that was one of my favorites. I, it. 
I you like you mentioned the police shot him. I'm sure people are like, he just had a knife. Like, why they have to shoot him? Like, like I I don't get the equal force policy. Like, if he has a knife, are you also supposed to engage in the knife fight with a knife? Like, nobody wins in a knife fight. It's just one person loses more. I don't know. I feel like in a lot of situations you could tase somebody, but not every situation. Right. What What if you miss and now you're pretty close to them and they have a knife? Yeah, you know what is it? Seventy eight feet. If somebody has a knife within the 78 feet of is you. Is it 78 feet? <laughs> 7 to 8 feet, right? It's tw- I think it's 25 feet is what they say. Okay. If you're within 25 feet, you can kill somebody with a knife. If they have a gun that's not already in their hand. That is... Oh, there's that, there that video with the police officer getting stabbed by the guy in the truck. How... Would he reach out of the truck and stab he was, the guy? He, he got out of the truck. Uh, I, don't, I don't know if he was already there, but he like turned around, grabbed something, and then immediately like he like closed in on the officer like way fast and he could draw okay i think the officer still man still killed the, the gentleman but just how fast that knife attack was yeah that reminds me sorry all the tangents <laughs> i saw someone on reddit like a while ago and this dude was stopped at a traffic stop it was like the dash cam of a police car the police had stopped in for like a broken tail or something and uh the guy is in like this old pickup truck and he starts trying to drive away but he doesn't have like a whole lot of traction so he's trying to drive away. His tires are spinning, and the cops just holding the truck the big in black place. Dude? Yeah, he's fucking. He's like, "You're not going anywhere." <laughs> he just grabs the wheel and the truck. And he's just like, "No, <laughs> <laughs> stop that." That's either that officer is like real dense, and he's just like, "I am the strongest man ever." He just knew. He's like, "I can, I can pick this vehicle up." <laughs> <laughs> like, way to go! It was awesome. Yeah. Speaking of dangerous things, uh. We're going to well, me and me and James, my my lovely brother, I love him dearly. He <laughs> he wants to be a social media influencer. Does he now? I I mean I think that's the, I'm not sure he's not said that, but I'm gonna give him that tag anyway. Oh. He doesn't listen, so he gets he gets to get hit with that anyway. Okay, but uh, TikTok is trash, and that's what he wants to use it on. Uh, that's the that's the next up and coming thing. No, it's not. It's it's so dumb. It's that's so how, stupid. That's uh, how little Panini Vert got discovered. <laughs> God, that is not even remotely his name. Little Nos, is that it? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> little X Nos or whatever. Yeah, there's something. Yeah, that's but, how he got discovered. Is uh, his hilariously weird song on TikTok? Yeah, I. It's the thing that irritated me was I made a Snapchat video. And my brother asked me for it, and then he just literally he did no edits to it. He just put a song on top of it, and it got like a couple thousand views. Like what? Like I like Snapchat. Like there's so many people on Snapchat, and like I just was upset that. But TikTok is like well, I don't actually know how it works because I'm, I'm I an don't old either man now. I, I, but it's like I think it's like you post it to everyone. Oh, you don't have friends. Like you can follow people, right? But then anybody can see it. It's not like Snapchat, which is specifically user to user. Gotcha. That makes a lot more sense. Yeah. But it was, I mean, it was the laziest video I could have ever made in my entire life. Did you watch it? Which one was it? It's the Kobe's. It was just me saying, like, just having Kobe written. No, like, me not saying anything and me just, like, throwing something at a trash can and missing horrifically. It was like a uh, spackling knife and then an entire box of screws. Oh, I only got one of those. And then a ladder and then... I threw the trash can at the ladder. <laughs> it's just all Kobe's. They're all terrible misses. Wow. This was at work? 
Yeah, I was. You are overpaid, my man. <laughs> <laughs> so work was real slow on Friday. I am like wait. I'm so far ahead of the project that right now I've been put on hold for that project. We can't charge it anymore. The, the they need to, you know, go back through another budget committee. So the project's just on ice, and our bosses weren't there this week because they're they were they were at IBS, which is like the worst irritable bowel syndrome, worst name convention I've ever heard. It's like International Building something Society. Yeah, I don't know. It's it's real. It's a terrible name. IBS at Las Vegas is the was the catch. Well, I think everyone gets that. Yeah, I think so too. So on Friday, I was just hanging out getting a little bit of work done, trying to cover stuff for my other coworkers because they're behind in their in some of their tasks. So I was just doing it for them. And I was looking for something to do. And at one point I was trying to throw a tape ball all the way across our lab, which is like a couple hundred feet. And I was just trying to like huck a ball into a trash can and they were all terrible misses again. And I was like, <laughs> wait, if you just yell Kobe and miss, it doesn't count. Well, if you <laughs> the tape balls don't fly that well, so no, I'm not surprised. Not at all. It it, it I think I hurt my shoulder because I was just trying to throw it so hard and it was so light, it just yeah. wasn't going anywhere. You're just you're just flailing about wildly with no <laughs> resistance. The best part was though when I threw the whole box of screws, it was like two hundred screws in a box. Uh my coworker like walked out into the middle of the lab floor and I'm standing in the middle of the lab floor at like my work table that I like made for myself to just drag around. And I, he saw, sees me just pick up a box of screws and then just lazily toss them at a trash can like 20 feet away. And it like ends up like midway and just shatters all these screws every year. He's like, you okay? what are you doing? He's like, you okay there, bud? And I was like, uh, yeah, yeah, I'm fine. He's like, he's like, uh, you upset? I was like, no, no, it's, it's for, it's for a stupid video. And he's like, oh, all right. He's like, you're going to pick, he's like, you're going to have to, you're going to have to pick all this up. Right. And I was like, yeah, I know. Do you have a, um, uh, big ass magnet bar? Oh yeah. Yeah. It was so, it those was, things are sweet. I, I, there's definitely screws still loose in, in the area. Well, a good thing you don't drive any like forklifts around there or anything. I mean, a forklift's fine. It's got rubber tires. which so just absorb them. Are they pure? Are they not air filled? Mm-hmm. They're just pure rubber? Pure rubber. Uh, Cause they're so heavy that need that extra weight. Yeah. Yeah. But that was that was I was just kind of irritated because TikTok doesn't make sense to me. I don't know if it's because I'm too old to like be on that trend. It's because you haven't like gotten it. That's that's probably the only reason. I don't <laughs> think it's that hard. <laughs> I mean, you get you are you trying to you trying to be a, an influencer? No, I'm trying. I don't. I love participating in videos for like people. I think I think it's really fun. I don't really care how successful it does as long as I enjoy doing it. Okay. So. Another tangent for work. Uh, we got a shipment of dry ice with something we ordered. And of course, we like dicked around with it. And then I was like, well, let's put it in a bottle. And everyone's like, yeah, let's do it. And I was like, let's go. And so we put it in the bottle and we didn't put enough dry ice to actually break the container. Was it, is it glass bottle? No, no. Plastic? It, plastic. Uh, we're not doing it. We're not doing a strap in a bottle. Good idea. So we, it's a plastic bottle. It's sitting in like in our garage. And we're all kind of like standing back and we realized that like we can't just leave this for the next like two hours until it eventually pops because it, it hopefully it will. Just put some water in there. We, there was a little bit of water. Like that's what it was. It was a little bit of water, a little bit of dry ice, and then just the rest of the container. More water. You, gotta, you, have, to, you have to unopen it. You'd have to open it back up because it's already pressurized now. It's just sitting there in the floor and none of us can approach it because it's now pressurized. It's a bomb. It's not going to kill you. No. 
that's what I realized. I was like, oh, if this goes off, like I might lose my like hearing for a day, which I did because then I walked up to it with a box cutter and just stabbed it. And I could not hear it on my right ear for the rest of the day. It was just ringing, just constant tinnitus. You should have tried to throw stuff at it. Uh, we could have. You're right. But we were, it was like, since it's in the garage and that's where deliveries come through, we were afraid that if we just left it, that some like poor delivery man would be walking in and it would just explode. So you made a bomb at work. No, it's that's what it's not really a bomb, <laughs> which is so irritating to me. It's just does it explode? It's a noisemaker. It's like it one of those little crackers you do like at New Year's. It's like pop. Yes, it explodes. <laughs> <laughs> if you put it in a around shrapnel, would shrapnel explode away from it? I don't think so. Did you not watch uh, the Archer? Where yeah, where he makes dry ice, makes dry ice bombs. <laughs> so I'm thinking about right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But so we're going to do a video with a dry ice bomb. Yeah, it sounds like great. great. You, you are so overpaid. <laughs> oh, no, no. This is for this is for back to James. Sorry. Oh, okay. Transitioning okay. back to since he wants to be the social media influencer, we're going to do a bath bomb. No. <laughs> dry ice. <laughs> Oh, it's going to be great. Can you, what are you going to do? What are you going to do for this? I'm going to be in the tub with the bottle. Why? Because it should be funny. No. <laughs> You're going to kill yourself. I doubt it. I, it's it's just a lot of noise. It's not, there's no strap. No, the bottle stays together. Just rips the seam or wherever it breaks. And shoots the cap off? Isn't, I, I mean, yeah, I guess is that cap, not the point of failure. No, it was the seam. Like, when I stabbed it, it was where I cut it. It just ripped straight up the sides. Well, so, yeah. But I think the point of failure is the seam of the bottle itself. Uh Oh, around the side. Yeah. Where it's attached to itself. Yeah, I think that's where the point of failure is. If the cap flies off, I am going to be wearing something to cover my face because I don't want to take a bottle cap to the eyeball. Okay. I don't. I mean, I'm sure if I hit, if it t- hits me anywhere else, it doesn't weigh enough to cause actual damage. It'll be a welt. I don't know. Maybe maybe it hits you in the throat and your throat starts swelling up. <laughs> That's no. You just stick something down your throat to open it up. We'll just keep the tube there to start with then. Yeah. That way. It's a good idea. Go, yeah. It's gonna be. The worst that happens is I get minorly injured. Yeah. Or blows out your eardrum. Bottle cap hits you in the ear. I'm wearing... Don't worry, dude. We're going to take as many safety precautions as we can. Well, then it's not fun. Oh, do you want to be a part of the video? <laughs> do you want to be in the bathtub instead? No, 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 no. You I, should be there for it. I have no interest in this. What do you mean I should be there for you it? You should be there for it. What do you mean I should be there for it? You should be there for the recording. It'll be fun. No. I I want no part in your <laughs> premature death. I, I'm going to distance myself from that. Okay, fair enough. Yeah. You know about it, though, so I guess that makes you an accomplice. But it's not a bomb. <laughs> That's my excuse, and I'm sticking to it. Do you get some Tannerite? No, I don't want to get some Tannerite. Why? I'm not interested in actually dying. Why? Is this, well, it's not actually a bomb. Yes, it's an explosive, but <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's also extremely legal. Tannerite is legal? I believe so. I, yeah, Could be wrong. I wouldn't know why it wouldn't. I think you can. I don't think you can. You can make it easily, though. I, I think you can. Uh, I think it's good for farm stuff. Like okay. Blowing stuff up on the farm. Like you cows? Know? Yeah. Pigs? Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. 
You just get it, like uh, shoot it with a rifle from two hundred yards out. I've never. I've seen Tannerite videos. I still don't know. I don't know what it is. It's just a explosive that only detonates with a detonator or something like a high-powered rifle. Oh, huh. Super safe. What is the? Do you actually know a purpose for that? Besides blowing things up on a farm. Uh. Is it like a fertilizer? Or something? No. It is for it is an explosive. Oh, it's just an explosive. Yeah. Yeah. I guess it's used for mining? Could be. Probably not. They just use TNT for that. You can make bombs out of it, apparently. <laughs> so I heard on a podcast. <laughs> no interest in that. I don't know, it'd be fun. There's a there's a uh YouTuber that I used to watch, uh FPS Russia. It's just this guy with a oh. bunch of guns talking in a terrible fake Russian accent to shooting. He did a lot of videos of that stuff. Yeah, th- he's has he been tried yet? I don't what happened. He uh somebody was shot and killed on on his his property. Oh, really? Yeah. So an incident happened making one of the videos and somebody died. That's why he's not make that's why no video's been posted in oh. the last year is cuz he's been either on trial or in jail currently. Did not uh did not know that. Yeah, I think he will serve. I think he is liable and guilty. <laughs> I think it's pretty hard when you have video evidence of everything. That's what Tannerite is for. <laughs> <laughs> what video evidence? Is Tannerite not the thing that like just burns really hot? That is thermite. Oh, gosh, I'm so Come dumb. on, man. You played Rainbow Six. It's thermite. Oh, right. Yeah. But thermite explodes things. I don't think so. Yeah, you, when you put it like his charge on the wall, it still blows the whole wall apart. It doesn't just burn a hole and fall. Well, it starts the burn, and then I think it might just be for video game reasons <laughs> that <laughs> that it explodes. But thermite's just thing that's like super super hot. Yep, it'll. I think it'll burn through asphalt. Yeah, I mean, and it's you. It burn. It produces its own oxygen, which makes it. Which is why it's so dangerous. Yeah. For those who don't know, it's just iron oxide and aluminum. Uh-huh. <laughs> can make it at home, kids. You can. Don't. Ask your parents first. Speaking of uh, things that produce their own oxygen and power, Scotland apparently is on track to be 100% renewable by the end of the year. By the end of the year? 2020, by the end of the year. See, I'm, I'm sure they'll hit their goal and they will be 100% renewable, but like... Will they ever make the cost back? Uh, good question. Because Probably not. I'm sure it's 1,000% government funded. But if if I know anything about renewable energy, and everything I know about renewable energy comes from video games, <laughs> it is cheaper <laughs> to produce unit of energy with renewable than fossil fuels. Minus the initial offset of the, <laughs> the okay. giant cost of building the <laughs> offshore wind farm. And like six other offshore wind farms they're planning on building. But say if you ignore all that money, which if you just ignore the fact that you spent that money, that doesn't count. Right. Then uh, then it's cheaper. Well, I don't know. I mean, I really don't know the math on that. I'm basing it purely on <laughs> video games. That's what I was saying. This the article that that you have provided. Uh, it it's good on information for what is going on, but it doesn't give any like good meat about how it's going to work. Like. Are they just going to be subsidized until Scotland runs out of money or until people stop buying their debt? I don't know. I mean, well, so the, the goal for the UK is to be 100% by, I think it's 2050. 
And Scotland was just like, nah, trick. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, it's. I guess it's good on them for you know being uh, ultra super duper progressive about this, but yeah. they don't have a whole lot of people there. No, and I don't think. I, do they have a high density of people? Yeah, probably in like Edinburgh. Okay, but besides that, I think it's fairly sparse. Glasgow. I wonder. I wonder what they're doing about all the people who live like. I I know Scotland's got lots of farms on it. So I mean, if you if you attach it to the grid. That's true. Then anybody who has power will be using that renewable power. And when the uh, the great wind uh, lapse of 2022 comes <laughs> around and there's no wind on the earth for a couple couple months, they're going to be screwed. <laughs> but I don't I, know. I mean, I'm, I'm not here to bash renewable energy. I think it's a good cause. And I actually have no problem with people pursuing it as long as it doesn't cost me anything extra while you do it. You are very right that the initial cost is crazy expensive. I got a, a junk mail, well, not I guess maybe not junk mail this week about do I want to <clears throat> use renewable power instead of my already existing utility company? Yeah. And I'm like, number one, I don't know how that would work. <laughs> it was like, well, you'll use the existing power lines, which is the reason I think that it's junk, right? Because right. they can't just direct the renewable energy to my house. Right. And they also can't, uh, you know, let's say it's not a public entity and it's, you know, like BGE just throwing a power company out there. They're, it's their lines. Uh, they're not going to let you run it. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. I'm very confused about how it work. I really only glanced at it, but I was like, nah, eh, nah. Now nah. the thing I am on board with is geothermal. Yes, I think. I mean, I, I know it's very expensive, but it's still. I think it pays off within like 20 years or so for power or just for heat. Heat. Yeah, I'm super on board with geothermal because the thing about that <laughs> is you can set your your house to be you know 65 degrees in the summertime. And it's going to cost you practically nothing. And that is so awesome. <laughs> and you don't even have to worry about the cost of heat. I mean, yeah, it's like, I think it's like 20 grand to put in, maybe a little bit more than that. But yeah, it definitely pays itself off. Yeah. It's super nice. And, and in the winter, you only have to, because you, you'll get air naturally uh, cooled or heated to 55 degrees without anything extra, because that's the temperature of the earth typically. Uh, and in the, uh, <clears throat> In the winter, if you want it warmer than 55 degrees in your house, I'm pretty sure you have to have some sort of assist. Okay. Because 55 is a bit cold. <laughs> it's a bit chilly in the winter. nippy. You would sleep well. Yeah, you would. Maybe forever. See, because it for me, what I would probably do in the summer is I would turn it down to about 60 degrees when I'm trying to go to bed. So, like, between 9 and midnight, 60 degrees, and then around 4 o'clock in the morning, let it go up to 80 that's, no, 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 no. Oh, 75. <laughs> okay, I could do a... I mean, that's still a little hot. I don't like waking up hot. I mean, it, well, I it's like waking easier up to wake up. I like waking up cozy. See, I, it's in, in the winter, I cannot get out of bed when it's 70 <laughs> degrees, less than 70 degrees, like 68, 65. It's so hard to get out of bed. I, it's so the hard. fans on, like, ooh. Uh, yeah, you got a point. I think I'm the only person who's... No, I'm not the only person who sleeps with a fan on in winter, but I keep my window open still. When it's like 20, oh god, 20 degrees what's wrong else. with you? Because I hate I hate being hot. Like I sleep most of the time outside of a blanket because I'm just so freaking warm. 
It's because I sleep with socks on. And therefore, <laughs> <laughs> since my feetsies are nice and warm, the rest of me is also warm. Well, my you, toesies are frozy woesies. You lose 92% of your body heat out your feet. 92%? <laughs> wow. So if you keep your feet capped at all times. Capped? Yeah. Are you shooting your feet? <laughs> Putting a cap in them? Yeah, you just, you take you take a little, like, iron shoe and you put it around your foot and you're forever warm. I don't know, you, you lose a lot of heat in the neck. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was the head, honestly. Uh, head, ears, uh, neck, that that was just a quote from Letterkenny. Ah. Uh. He's wearing a turtleneck. And I was like, what are you, why are you wearing a turtleneck? I was like, nice turtleneck. He's like, you lose, you lose a lot of heat in the neck. Oh, gotcha. Sorry, I missed the reference. It's fine. You're trash. Just uh, like TikTok. Yep. I, I can stand behind that. Not that I'm trash, but that TikTok is trash. I can, I can, stand, I can stand behind you uh, being trash. Speaking of trash, man, uh, at work this week, there was a, there was a specific tool that we need, uh, software. Oh. Uh, thought and, it was like a person. You were just calling a tool. Yes. They need me. Uh, and so it's like... Uh, it's kind of some bullshit that you have to pay for it every year. This specific tool for two licenses, so for two people to use it at the same time, is, I think, $43,000 a year, which I guess for the government is kind of, you know... Who cares? Nothing. But it's it's a shit ton of money, right? This company yeah. is making an ass load off of us, and if we don't effectively utilize it, then that's basically money wasted. That's another another thing right so anyways keeping in mind that it's about 45 grand uh and i put in for it to be renewed in the beginning of december okay and so that's when the process started and i i did as much as i could and i handed off somebody else who's going to do the rest because i don't have the authority or the knowledge to do it and so he started going through it and he handed it off to whatever and the procurement team was like hey we're gonna see if we can get this for cheaper and so they spent, I don't know how many hours or days or weeks of time <laughs> researching how they could get this for cheaper and going out and getting quotes from different companies and they're going to save some money. Oh, they are. $442, which they spent a hell of a lot more than that in labor <laughs> trying to figure out how to save the fuck 500 bucks. <laughs> and so on top of now it's it's been like it's been two months now since i wanted to get this renewed and now my temporary licenses have expired and i can't do shit now <laughs> it's like what the fuck are you guys doing just do your job it's 400 bucks <laughs> chill out they need something to do and they've wasted thousands of dollars <laughs> trying to save 500 bucks and i looked up i looked up the company that we're buying it through and the at least the employee reviews are like do not work here <laughs> it's like the, the culture is trash the management is trash like it sounds like a terrible terrible company and i have a feeling that when i get these licenses it's just going to be a huge pain in the ass to get everything the way that it needs to be because of the them going through this vendor that's going to be so so irritated. I it sounds like an absolute blast. I I love deliberation. I think it's the best method to spend all the money on a project. Yeah. Spend a shit ton of money doing that. <laughs> Ooh, yeah, 400 bucks. Woo, yeah. It's like I would have paid 400 bucks. Just shut up. Just give me the stuff I need. <laughs> In other news, there was some other stuff we were trying to buy at work. Uh it was it's like an $8,000 machine or whatever. And uh, 
we were basically told, no, you can't, you can't get it. You can't get it for a while. Okay. And my coworkers digging around in a supply room. They're like, Hey, we found one. <laughs> it's like the exact model that we needed. I'm like, why, why was that there? So that's some good news. Does it work? Is it in the supply room because it's broken? Uh, they're working on it. it. No, I think it's left over from some old stuff that was before our time. But before your time, before back, our time, you know, 1940s back before. in the dinosaurs. No, just just like 10 years ago. So some uh, concept stuff before the program was developed. So speaking of finding things that are unused that you could that you need. So our the lab that I work in, we 10 years ago, we were in a different building and our old laboratory is still there. And it's just basically storage. And it's got all these things in it. And they told me and another coworker, you know, since we had so much free time this week to like go over there and clean things up. They want us to take down some huge structure. And they're like, Zach is, you know, forklift operator. Like he can, he's certified to operate a forklift and he's got all this training for like OSHA and stuff. So he's going to run the project. And I got over there to look at it. First off, it is covered in spiders. Oh, Fun. And, yes. and I wrote a I, like I was supposed to write the safety plan for this so we could start the work. And all I wrote was I will not do it because I feel uncomfortable because I literally <laughs> I like got up there and I wanted to I wanted to look at two pieces that like are critical to whether or not if I could like attach a forklift to them and hold the whole structure up or because it'll kill who's ever beneath it if I can't support it. And I got up there and it was dark and I turned on my phone light and I was just like. Like my face was within inches of spider webs and they were just thousands of spiders <laughs> everywhere. And I, I, I like, I've always joked that I have like a phobia of spiders. Like really, I've never like super panicked. I've never wanted to be near them They're They do scare me, but like, I honestly couldn't even breathe. Like I was so terrified that like, I just stood there frozen and had, I could not move. And I realized that I have a true phobia of spider webs and I won't do the project now. I won't even go near the structure. Like it makes my skin crawl to think about it. <clears throat> so they're like, what is the reasons? Like, do you think it's too unsafe? And I was like, I can't do it. Like I can write the safety plan for you and I can tell you how to do it, but I will not be a part of it. <laughs> and you didn't even explain to them why? I No, they, they eventually got it out of me though. I was like, because I'm, I'm scared of spiders. And they're like, it can't be that bad. And I was like, well, you go do it then. Like I won't, I refuse. And my, like my boss was away. So this was all over emails. And she was like, we'll look at it when I get back on Monday. And I was like, that sounds good. I won't look at it with you. Like you can go check it out and see how many, like, it's just, and they're, they're not like just like the, the circular webs. It's there's at least three or four black widows that I saw. And I have no idea whether spiders. You were counting. No, I was just, I just <laughs> saw how many, they're all little black, perfect. They are very pretty spiders. But that's what they were. And I was like, nope, no, no, not doing it. Don't, don't, don't worry, man. The spiders are way more scared of you. That's not true. Than you are. They're unintelligible creatures. <laughs> They're not. They don't understand the comprehension of fear. <laughs> what, what structure was this in? It's, it's called a mezzanine. If you know what that is. I, I've heard the word, but it's not coming to mind. It's basically a elevated platform. It's all metal. Uh, and it's, you know, it's it's a 50 by 50 mezzanine oh so it's metal it's metal so they can just light it on fire right and it'll be fine or i mean that they were they were like either zach does it or we contract it out and now they're they're pretty upset because i won't do the work mostly because i just i am such a pussy like i will accept it that i am just 
not well, there is something to be said for that from a safety standpoint if if you were to agree to do it and you're hol- you're doing the forklift thing and a spider like jumps out at you not even jumps leaps out at you you could be putting other people's lives in danger. Yeah. So there, there's a legitimate reason for you to not do it. And I, I'm not going to say that you're a huge push for doing it, but uh, grow a pair. <laughs> so, I mean, you could take some intermediate steps to get the spot. Not you. Get somebody else to get. You're in charge, right? Yes. You just tell Josh over there, get a broom. And die. And a lighter <laughs> and a can of axe and light them all, gather them all up on a broom and light the broom on fire. Yeah, I, I could. I'm not going to, since I won't do it, I also won't make someone else do it besides contractors. No one likes contractors. Hey, man. <laughs> hey. So the the funny thing was. At- no, I, I, I think the whole thing's been pretty funny so far. <laughs> I can't wait for this. So I, I'm. I'm pretty sure I'm I'm the youngest at work, and, and like they like the couple of the older ladies that work in the office, they all see me as like that you know their their son. Like I'm like that kind of person, and the when they disappointment fa- they, when they found the out that I wasn't willing to do the work at first, they were like, oh, like maybe he's being like a little lazy and whatnot. And then the, I, uh, my other coworker told them about what happened when we were over there, and how I like. Was he thought I was I was gonna die, because I was just you probably thought you were gonna die. I thought I was gonna die. So he told them what was going on, and they were like, they they full they're like they both came up to me and they're like, we fully support your decision not to do it. Like we'll back you up. Like it is a safety problem. And I was like, is it though? Like it's just me being terrified. But I mean, it's just like ten years of spiders just just grouped up. They've they've got a whole whole village. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you could even probably call it a city. Yeah. That's uh that's pretty disturbing. I won't lie. It's it's there's I can't uh, let me just tell you how how bad it is cuz it does so on the wall, it's against one of the lab walls. Between the wall and this mezzanine. It's so many spider webs that you can't see the color of the wall. You should send me a picture. No. I'm not going back over there. Send me, get somebody else to take a picture for you. Okay, I will. And send it to me. You have to look at it, though. No, <laughs> I don't. <laughs> that reminds me of, uh, I can't remember if I've told this story, but we, uh, at the last place we lived, there were jet skis, and uh, there was a snake problem underneath the yeah. jet skis because they're on the floating lifts, and so I tried washing them out. They wouldn't wash out, so I killed a bunch of the snakes, and I was like, all right, well, let's take one of the jet skis out. And uh, we got on it. We departed from the platform, and as we rolled back, because you know it's a it's a floating lift, so yeah. some of it it's always on top of the water, and some of it's most of it's typically out of the water. So we pushed off, rolled back, and there was just hundreds of wolf spiders and wolf Why spider Why are you telling eggs. me this, man? Why do you just like making so me uncomfortable? I'm just, I'm just making a comparison like that. I, I'm not I'm not terrified of spiders. I would rather not be near them. Yeah. But I'm not like I don't panic when I see them unless they're in my face or they've <laughs> fallen on me or I didn't expect them to be where they are. That then it's like, <sighs> like we have a, we have a lot of spiders around here yeah. for some reason. And when I'm walking my dogs at night in the summer, I walk under a lot of trees, and it's tough. <laughs> I don't want to walk into a giant spider web and have a spider start sucking my brain out of my forehead 
But that jet ski incident, that was probably the most terrified I've ever been of spiders. So I feel you. This this sounds in some ways similar. Uh, I wasn't having a panic attack like you were. I could still breathe, <laughs> but I didn't want to get off the jet ski. I did not want to leave the water. I was just so upset because I got so close to it because I thought it was just insulation. In a sense. Yeah, I mean, I guess it is. And it wasn't. <laughs> Dude, that sucks. It was it was one of the worst experiences I've ever incurred. Like, it was miserable. Yeah, that sounds, that sounds and I, great. And I want to move away from it because I feel like there's spiders on me right now. Like, I, like my <laughs> skin is crawling again. You need to take a shower, a scalding <laughs> shower. What temperature water does it take to kill spiders? Boiling. Boiling? So you'd have to scald yourself. Okay, all right. Well, we can do that. <laughs> the water comes out of our tap at 123 degrees, so it's not quite there. It's really close, though. But it's pretty close. That's really uncomfortable. Yeah. It's Thankf- warm. Thankfully, spiders can't swim. Have <laughs> <laughs> you ever seen a spider, like, move? Like, Yes, I've seen a spider sorry. move. Uh, they can fly. The uh, With the, like, little web parachutes? Uh, well, not even that. Like, a light enough spider just puts some web out behind it in just a line, and it just floats away. That's how they move. Well, that's pretty cool. Yeah. I don't know why you keep telling me these things. I don't know. Have you seen the little... The Stop! Little, the little tiny little, <laughs> like, furry spider with the water droplet on its head? Yes. Is it cute? No. Do you think it's cute? I, it, it, it irks me because it's, it looks... It looks like it'd be really cute, but it's still like it's. What if a- it had two less, two fewer legs? No. What if it had four fewer legs? And it was bipedal, and it was a human with a little water droplet. Then yeah, it'd be cute. <laughs> <laughs> wow. All uh, right. No, just it's such a close-up picture of that spider that it's it's horrifying. It makes it it makes you feel like there's spiders on you. Yes. So what other spider things can we talk about right now? I don't know. I want to move away from Do you remember the scene it. from Lord of the Rings with Shelob? <sighs> yes. I didn't watch it, actually. <laughs> you closed your eyes? Or uh, you just didn't watch the movie? I don't need to see this one, guys. <laughs> just tell me what happened. I'll be back for the third one. <laughs> no. Every time that scene comes on, I leave the room. <laughs> if it, and if it's just me, I won't even pause it to skip over I will still just leave the room. But then you have to hear all the spider noises. No, I don't. Okay. I guess you go far enough away. <laughs> exactly. I'll be, I'm just going to go to McDonald's. I'll be right back. <laughs> I I don't understand. There's there's another movie that uh, I was in theaters and I couldn't, couldn't really get away. And I remember being like terrified because I was little. I was wh- really, really little. Not I wasn't a child. I think I was like teenager i think it was harry po- oh it's harry potter really really little he said yeah i mean I'm 18 al- i've always been a small boy <laughs> uh harry potter scene with all the spiders when him and uh ron go into the woods okay the second one yeah it's been a long time since the I've good thing that. though was i was with my dad who he will not admit he is scared because my dad is scared of nothing but we clung on to each other for dear life during that scene <laughs> They're going to get me. I, I don't know if that's what started my phobia, whether it's like seeing my dad be scared of it has made me scared of him, or it just like I like swallowed one when I was little and I've been terrified since. I don't know. My brother was scared of the flying monkeys in the Wizard of Oz when he was a kid. I mean, wasn't everybody, though? I don't know. 
But now he's terrified of flying monkeys. That's fair enough. <laughs> that would be pretty terrifying. <laughs> that that would be organized flying monkeys with what armor? I think they had armor and weapons and little hats. Yeah, that'd be pretty scary. Good thing they're not real. I'm like spiders. Can we what? move away from spiders, please? <laughs> right, pick another topic. <laughs> I don't know. Let's let's talk about the space force. Let's move. Let's go so far away from spiders <laughs> that we're in fucking space where they don't exist anymore. Except on the ISS, there aren't spiders on the ISS. Want to bet? Yes. Let's look it up. <laughs> <laughs> There's no, there's absolutely no way that spiders can exist in a vacuum. The first thing, the ISS, the International Space Station, the first result, NASA.gov, title of the, of the article, spiders in space, dash, dash, live, exclamation point. They have a golden orb spider, which I think are the creepiest of the spiders. Really? Uh, uh Uh-huh, yeah. I think the I think that and the black widow are the prettiest of spiders. Yeah, they make nice webs and they not black widows. Well, okay, I mean the golden orbs. Yeah, with the like the little zigzag, mm-hmm. and they they look they look kind of cool. But they're also they, massive. They're like they're like those freaking crazy creepy spiders from uh, Legend of Zelda, the, uh, the Ocarina of Time. Why do you ha- how do you do you just like remember all the spider instances of my young childhood? Hey, I'm not terrified of them, but. <laughs> But I remember this. Yeah, there are spiders in space, man. You can't get away from them. You well, cannot okay. get away from <laughs> <laughs> let's, All right, let's get back to the space bars. <laughs> uh, yeah, so uh, Trump tweeted out a the I, th- I guess it's going to be the official logo for the Space Force. Uh, the logo? What are they, a brand? On 24th. What would you call it? Insignia? Emblem? Insignia? I would say it's Insignia, right? Well, they're kind of a brand. <laughs> they're like pop tarts <laughs> i'm so excited for the space force tv show uh with steve carell oh not it's gonna be like the office <laughs> space force i'm so excited for it i think it's a netflix i could be wrong about that i don't think it's a netflix show wait are you not making shit up right now i'm not making it up this is gonna be a real show we've definitely talked about it did we i don't know but <laughs> it's gonna be I, I don't know I'm excited so, for it so what is what what is the deal they they ripped off the Star Trek logo or it's yeah all right wait to, wait to steal my webbing <laughs> uh they, they they ripped off the Star Trek logo basically yeah so we're looking at it right here it's so the the Space Force logo it's really cool I like it I think it looks awesome it's got yeah. the uh I guess that's the Delta symbol even though Delta's a triangle right but uh, I think that's what is that what Delta Force wears? Is that their... I believe so. There's something in this article about them using it in the army in the 1942 and Delta symbol, blah, blah, blah. So, yeah, probably... That's probably what Delta Force, Delta team uses. Uh, but it's that with a with a globe-ish thing behind it. It is it is a direct effing ripoff. And, yeah, then it's got a little a little thing orbiting it, which makes sense. And it makes, makes a whole lot of sense. And it says U.S. Space Force Department of a Department of the Air Force. No, Department of the Air Force on the outside. I do like how they they frame this as Trump has stolen Star Trek's. Yeah, like, he didn't draw it. No, he didn't design <laughs> it. They gave him. I assume they just gave him like a panel of picks. They're like, here's what you know. We had we had a contest. I in bet the he office. didn't even pick it. <laughs> I I bet it went up to like the the top military leaders, and they were like, we'll take this one if he's okay with it. We're gonna go with it. <laughs> Otherwise, we would have ended up with the Star Trek logo. <laughs> exactly. 
<laughs> Which, by the way, is uh, is essentially a delta triangle, slightly different with a thing orbiting it a in, star in a blue it. circle and some stars in the background. It's like, it is so crazy how similar they are. Maybe. It's, they, it's, you know what happened was they, the, the Air Force, I believe this is the Department of the... The Space Force is Department of Air Force. Well, it's right? gonna be a new branch. Oh, so they they took all the top military generals of all the departments, and they're like, "We're gonna have a contest. You guys all draw what you would like the emblem to be." And they're all of the age that they watch <laughs> <Yes>. Star Trek. <laughs> <laughs> so they all the only thing they could think of was Star Trek. Yeah, I guess that's fair. Except the guy who probably like submitted the Death Star, which I think they should have gone. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, that would have been a dope logo. It really would have been just like the slightly the not the finished product of the Death Star, but like when it was like out in orbit and like it was still had like rigging on it and stuff. That would have been a dope symbol. Oh, that that yeah, that big big mistake. They, well, if you modify the little globe thingy in the background, you could make it a Death Star. I one hundred percent. All right, Photoshop yeah, it up. We're about to Photoshop it. And we're gonna resubmit it to Trump, <laughs> and we're gonna be like, "Yo, hey, hey, you missed out last time." We'll give you uh, another shot, dude. And instead of instead of the you know on the side there where they've got the the, the little deltas again, it's gonna be blasters, just two blaster pistols, just stormtrooper helmets. Ooh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> and it'll be Mando circling it. This is, this is very unpatriotic. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I mean, Star Wars is a U.S. enterprise. Not anymore. Does China own it now? I don't think so, but they cater to China enough that it doesn't matter. That's true. The uh, the movie Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, which was critically acclaimed, blah, 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 really good, blah, blah, blah. Uh, they did not bow down to China and I believe made a lot less money because of it. Obviously, because, you know, there's like seven trillion people in China or whatever. Not not for long. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but the the guy, uh, it, was a, it, was a, it was a headline, at least. That the director refused to bow down to China about it, which which shows to you how much these movies that we're watching are being edited for China for China's sake, which is uh, uncomfortable. But going back like three seconds to what you were talking about, uh, what is it? The coronavirus? Yes, it has debuted. Yes, it's made its first feature-long film in uh, in China. It's a standalone enterprise in, in a city called Wanya, and <laughs> and so it's it's like a. I think it spreads the same way a cold does, or the flu, and it's basically pneumonia, but okay. not as bad. Oh, so well, based on what I read, and again, I'm I'm not a doctor. So. I'm also not a medical professional. Let's put that out there that we we here, Brendan, Zach, and I, Brendan, Zach, and I, because there's three of us <laughs> sitting in this podcast, are not medical professionals. Uh, yes. Yeah, so uh, I don't know. It's uh, it, it's people are freaking out about it. I think Has anybody because... tried to squeeze a lime onto a patient <laughs> and see if they're better? Because I don't know if anyone else has had a corona, but if you put a little lime on it, makes it better. It's so much better. It's almost a good beer. Or or they could just try moving the moon a little bit, and then the corona won't be there anymore. Oh. Oh. Oh, dude. That was, <laughs> there's so many people that don't know what you just said, though. <laughs> uh, during a solar eclipse, the bit of light that you see around the edge of the moon is called the corona. <laughs> Which, corona missed out on a huge opportunity by not putting that on their bottle. It would have been, been so much cooler. I totally agree. Yeah. 
I, uh, but apparently that people are so hyped for this coronavirus that they're hyped. I mean, they're playing a video game for it. So, <laughs> so uh, the, I read an article. The, the Plague Inc. isn't a quote scientific model. Devs insist is coronavirus coronavirus spark sales so basically what this is saying to me is that people saw stuff about the coronavirus and then they tried to play again because a game where you create a virus and you basically try and kill the world with it right so people are trying to kind of see what would happen with the coronavirus by doing something similar in the game right but it's not it's so not a sci- it's not a scientific model. <laughs> it's not a scientific model, but it's kind of weird. It does it does educate you on how diseases spread. It is accurate in the transmission of diseases. Okay. Yeah. I mean, there's also like things where like it mutates at random, which I mean that is true, but uh I believe like the mutations are always like advantageous for the player. I could be wrong. I think what that's what the coronavirus is. I think it's a mutated virus. Right. And it, or the, this specific version of it the so the it when it first popped up it it didn't transmit uh like the flu it didn't transmit uh air over air and then it mutated and now it does does is, it yeah i thought they don't know how it transmits i thought i mean i'm not a medical professional okay. once again yeah i'm gonna put that disclaimer in there <laughs> uh i believe that was the first big break uh, for the virus not for us or china <laughs> <laughs> good on you virus <laughs> That it, it mutated to something that made it much more transmissible. Transmissible? Thank you. Well, we just need to call in Geralt. He kills yeah. mutants all the time. <laughs> what a stupid... <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> yeah, so uh, if, you were wonder- if you're wondering if Plague Inc. was a good game to figure out if you could... Uh, model what the coronavirus does. It's not. <laughs> they don't want you... They, yeah, they don't want people to be reliant on their game which is totally 100 percent a good thing to do is to like cover your own ass and be like yo hey 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 guys this Chill is out. this is not the way you learn because that would probably incite panic yes right because the goal the goal of the game is to infect people right so obviously the mechanics are built in such a way that gives the virus an advantage yes so if you start a virus in the city of Huangwa in China and kill the entire, it's going to let you kill the entire world. Right. So therefore, yeah, it's not a, not a good representation of what's, <laughs> what's going on there. But there's been a, there's been one case in the U S I think in Washington, DC, somebody flew in from China from Huangwa. Well, you know, it's only, that's, that's how it spreads. Mm-hmm. Airplanes are bad. Know, they're, they're basically just big old carriages for diseases. Yeah. If they flew just a little bit higher, then all Everyone the germs would die. Would die. <laughs> <laughs> Everything you love and know would be dead, like Icarus. I thought that was Pegasus. Uh, was Pegasus the young man who flew with wings? Or is he the horse? Is he part of Launch Steed? Did we send him <laughs> to his doom and demise? Nice one. Nice one. Uh, speaking of Doom and Demise, there's a dude on RuneScape, a old video game that I didn't really think anybody played anymore. But the uh, the moderators of the game permanently muted him. Oh, so he must have done something really trashy, <laughs> and he took them to court saying that it violated his civil rights. Uh, civil rights don't apply to companies, but okay. Well, in some instances they do, right? Like in a private business, if you refuse service simply because 
you are of short stature <laughs> or of the color of your skin or what have you, right. or you're too old or whatever, they can refuse you, sir, or they cannot refuse your service based solely on that. And that is civil rights issues. Okay. Yeah. And right. So there are some instances where it applies to a private business. Uh, but it, he, after like, I think seven or eight lawsuits and five years. And I don't know how much money, uh, the federal court finally said, Nope, Nope, stop. It denied <laughs> his appeal and they've just ended it there, which I think is, is a good thing, right? Because can you, can you imagine if suddenly you could no longer mute anybody on any video game ever? That would be awful. Yeah. Cause then you have the kid like screaming into his mic at his little brother to get off the controller and his mom's yelling at him for yelling at his little brother and then suddenly you hear a flip flop hit the hit the microphone. It's like I don't need to hear that. <laughs> and you have you have these other dudes like chewing into their mics, like eating what's the crunchiest thing you think of? Rocks. Honey bunches of oats? No, rocks. They they there's a lot of people <laughs> that just go out and get fresh gravel and chew on it in the mic. Very small rocks. <laughs> Yeah, and then you got the mouth breathers. Dude. I hate so everyone bitches at me about not being loud enough on my mic. They're like, put the mic next Are to you your mouth, mouth breather. I am a mouth breather. I like with a nose that big. I know. It's, it's basically the efficiency of a jet turbine. I once again they modeled a supersonic jet off me. <laughs> Remember, they used to call me supersonic when I was a kid. Is that is that what it was? Yeah. They, or they called me Sonic. I forget what I said. <laughs> But like the the draft that is produced off my nose, like if I just move an inch, it creates a sonic boom at my desk, and everyone's like, "What is that noise?" Wait, so is the problem that the shape of your nose creates a low pressure area underneath your nostrils, so you need to breathe in through your mouth, otherwise you can't breathe. Right, it just cavitates. It's just <laughs> cavitation right underneath my that, nose. That explains all your dental issues too, dude. That's <laughs> so mean. I don't have any dental issues. Well, you got plenty of cavitates. Ooh, good play. <laughs> I see you. I see you and I raise you nothing. I have nothing to go off of that. I got, I got, I got nothing. That would suck though. I mean, there's so many times when I'm playing a game and there's somebody who's just saying unhelpful things. And I just like mute, get out of my ear space. So that would, that would honestly really suck for me because now that I've started streaming, like anybody can come into my chat and type whatever the hell they want. And if I wasn't able to mute them and not let them share into my channel and I would just have to let anything they say go, that would be terrible. Yeah, that would be bad. Because, I mean, I don't know if you've been around a 12-year-old on the internet, but they are incredibly toxic. Yeah, but it's weird because it's not all of them. No. They're not all like that. I wasn't. I think like that. I don't know. It's hard to remember what I was. <laughs> I mean, I was pretty toxic when I played Modern Warfare. Too. You were pretty toxic uh, all the time. Four hours ago, <laughs> <laughs> just all the time. <laughs> so, but yeah, what's wrong with kids that they feel like they need need to say the things that they do? Attention? I don't know. I'm not a parent. I'm not a child specialist. I'm putting all these disclaimers in here because I don't want to get bitched at in my later later days of life. Tomorrow. Tomorrow. On well, upon release. <laughs> uh but like that I I honestly don't know because they they must know that they're going to like catch a ban from somebody somewhere being that toxic. I yeah, so I don't understand trolls either. Like people who 
like purposefully say stupid things on the internet to get a rise out of people. Yeah. When it just makes them look stupid. Like I don't get it. Like I get there's there's some instances where you can be clever about something yes. and cleverly deceive someone who's an idiot and make <laughs> them look like an idiot. But when you're just making yourself look like an idiot to get other people irritated. Yeah, when you're just like when you're just saying like things that are just straight slurs, it's not you're really just looking like an asshat. Or there's people on Reddit who just use emojis and they get downvoted to hell. And <laughs> just post the stupidest <laughs> shit on there, like copy pasta, whatever. Get uh, out of here. I think I think the uh, what's really going on now is they they know they won't get banned straight up for like they try to be really deceptive in mostly racist slurs. Like I don't know how many acronyms I've seen where somebody types in like some like a sentence that starts with N and then has I and GG and like it has all that in there and like they've capitalized each letter and like you didn't think we would notice that? I love nuggets. <laughs> it's not well. Nuggets, but okay. <laughs> Depends on how old you are. <laughs> so it just the idea that somebody thought that would violate their civil rights that someone can't make them shut up on their own game or own service is irksome it's it's good though that it's it's not gone any further that the supreme court wasn't like because you know trump can't mute anybody on twitter right he can't he cannot yeah this was this is a big thing about a year ago he blocked that's what it is block some people it's the same reason he can't remove his tweets oh because that's a whole different level right because you know he's a he's a government authority he can't I don't know. There's some word for it, but yeah, that that violates other people's civil rights. So if that were to disseminate down to the point where you can't mute someone on a video game, that's just a bad precedent to set because sometimes you just don't want to hear people. Yeah, and sometimes people just should not be heard. <laughs> Neither seen nor heard. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Speaking of that, so there's this dude. I don't want to actually work with him, but I see him driving to work all the time. And on my way home from work, he drives like a complete asshole. <laughs> He just rides up on everybody, cuts in at the most inopportune times. And the thing is, he drives an orange charger. So with, he knows he's a badass. With a decal that says zero one one on the side. So he thinks he's Vince Vaughn, Vin Diesel. I don't know who Vince Vaughn is. It's somebody. Uh, that's the guy from, he plays in a lot of comedy movies. Yeah. He was yeah. in Step Brothers. Maybe. Whatever. He wasn't one of the two guys. Uh, Vin Diesel. I don't know. Is that what the is that Fast the, and Furious driver? Is that what the one is for? I don't. I don't know. I, I, okay. I just remember there being a American muscle car at the end of the first one. Yeah. Okay. Maybe. Sure. I don't know. But the point is, like, he's got such an identifiable car that it's like, if you worked with him, if you worked with him, right, you would see him every day on the way to work, driving like a dick, and be like, "Wow, John, you suck." <laughs> Why are you like, why are you the way that you are? Please stop. So, I don't know. My question to you was, right? Right. If you had a car that was so distinguishable, like a Mango Tango Jeep, that everyone knew that it was you that was driving it, would you change your driving habits? I do change. I have, when I'm near work, I drive much more, not appropriately, because I always drive appropriately, but I don't, I don't drive very fast. I don't try to, I don't like pass people. If they're like, if I know they're going to turn right at my right hand turn, I definitely don't try to make a pass on them because okay. I, like, I don't want them to follow me. And then it'd be one of my coworkers. Yeah. Because I think I do have the only orange Jeep in like the little area that I work. 
So it's like, oh, there's that because someone has said like, oh, I've, I saw you the other day. Yeah. I'm like, well, I mean, there are other orange Jeeps, but you're right. That probably was me. Yep. But yes, if I had an identifiable car, I would not drive like a dingus. Good. Okay. All right. So, so it's not just me then. No. I, what? So, but at a point, like this guy, he he works in a, a relatively small small community, but there are lots of people. But you see the same. You see him every day. If you if you drove like a white Toyota Corolla, do you? Think, I wouldn't notice. Okay. I wouldn't notice unless it unless it had some distinguishing mark like a decal on the back or uh, a Hoonigan decal on the front windshield or something like that, or like orange headlights or something like that. I wouldn't, I wouldn't notice. <laughs> and that's the thing. Like with my car, it, the, one of the reasons I like my car is because it blends in. Right. It's, it's not quite a sleeper, but it's very subtle. And if I drive like a dick, no one's going to know it's me. <laughs> <laughs> and there's something to be said for that. I, uh, dude, I think it's just if you have an American muscle car, uh, you're supposed to drive like an absolute jackass. So the funny thing is, there's another orange Charger, exact same model year, no decals. It, they're they're not very common. But there's another one that I see pretty much at the same time. I oftentimes see them together, but they're obviously not together because the one of them drives like a respectable human being, <laughs> and the other one drives like the guy in the orange charger with the decal (laughs) gotta gotta distinguish that it's like the yeah they're driving pretty much the same car but two totally different driving styles the one guy's you know courteous he'll let people in he'll wait his turn in line to get through the light and the other guy cuts in at the last second and like (laughs) into the gate it's like what are you doing get out of here what uh what makes a good driver for you what is the determining factors to make a good driver? Well, I mean, obviously, it's uh, attention. Okay. Someone who can't pay attention, you just shouldn't should be on the road, right? But but I mean, there's so many so many other things. It's not just your ability to not get into an accident. Well, right. I think that's important. If something goes wrong, you should be able to get yourself out of that situation. If you end up on ice, you shouldn't be part of the. 38 car pileup that <laughs> happened in Virginia a couple of weeks ago. Like, <laughs> I mean, ice is a different situation because it's it, if you're on it, you might just totally be boned, right? Yeah. But uh, I don't know. You should be able to drive in all sorts of different conditions and be able to handle your, handle yourself if things get out of control. Okay, let me let me rephrase the question. I, I appreciate all that, but yeah, okay, all right. What if you're riding with somebody smooth and not a dick? Okay, right. That's what I strive to be when other people are in the car with me. Smooth. Right, because right. I know what it's like sitting in a passenger seat. I don't like being jerked around this way and that. You know, smooth movements on the acceleration, the braking, and the steering. It's a little bit different when I'm by myself, so I just do whatever, right? Right. But when I'm with somebody else, as smooth and as comfortable as possible, like, I, I think that I should be able to have a water bottle laying down flat in the back seat, and it should not move. If it's rolling around all over the place, I'm putting too many Gs on <laughs> Right, I, that's right. like my my level of comfort, right? Okay. Nobody wa- nobody wants to be in a car where it's like, rah, rah. <laughs> <laughs> nobody wants that. No, it's just because I I had to ride with somebody the other day, and I realized what made it, it. It wasn't like I'm I'm very comfortable with people's driving of any type, mostly because I've just accepted the fact that when I get in that car, it could be my last time getting in a car. 
Yeah, I've I've been there. I've been there. I just accept the fact that you know today is the day. I've made good with God, and hopefully everybody else. And it was nice knowing you. Yep. <laughs> All you have to do is at the last second accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior, and you're good. Straight through those gates. <laughs> Sitting right next it's, to Peyton Manning. That's, oh, that's the easy yet. pass lane. <laughs> <laughs> that's the HOV. <laughs> easy pass express. But it's just it, the... I don't mind people who who drive fast. Like you can really drive as fast as you want. You could go a hundred in a ten mile an hour zone. I don't care. It has to be smooth though. You have to drive at a hundred miles an hour just like you would drive at fifty. Yeah. You have to be smooth about it. And if you can't, don't do it. Yeah, it's yeah. I, I pretty much agree with you. Just gotta be smooth. Because there's a guy I went to school with. Uh, he was an insanely fast driver, and I loved riding the car with him because it didn't feel like we were going 120 on back roads. He also had a very nice car. See, that would that would still sketch me out, right? Because it's at any point, if anything goes wrong, if a deer jumps out, we're dead. You're dead, right? right that, but, that's sketchy. But we were we were young, and need for speed. <laughs> <laughs> it was it was super fun to ride in the car with him. Uh, I I enjoyed his driving style. I thought it was pristine. One of the one of the better drivers I've ridden with. And then there's like this guy I rode with the other day, where we were going 35 miles an hour, but I thought we were going to die at any second because, like he. There's there's a difference between like riding close to somebody and then come flying up behind them and just slamming on your brakes to match their speed. I hate yeah I hate that I there needs to be plenty of space. Yes, and that's that's the thing that that's one of the biggest things that I'll notice if somebody is like slowing down way too late or they're just way too close to the person in front of them. That's when I'm pressing on that imaginary brake pedal. <laughs> and they're like, "What are you doing?" Because they're hearing this thumping every couple seconds. And I'm like, "I'm sorry, I can't." I will say Help that's it. the one thing I'm bad about is when I I was like I always set my cruise control when I'm in the left hand lane and it's way above speed limit and I'll get I'll get up behind somebody going 55 in the far left lane on the beltway and I I won't pass them because one they don't belong in the left hand lane and two I don't want to have to change lanes and then have to change back lanes like I don't I don't want to do all that movement so I set my cruise to just be like a car's length behind them and I just hang there. Until they eventually get the clue that they are slowing traffic down. And if they don't, I have no problem following them the entire way. I have no problem doing They're it. never going to learn. I, it's, Even if they realize that they're slowing traffic down, they're never going to change their driving. That's the thing that I've realized. It's, no one's ever going to change their driving style. Probably not until they have like kids or something. I was gonna say I changed my driving style has changed drastically. They're, all right, let me rephrase. They're not gonna change because anything you say. That's true, right? You just gotta accept it. Yep. You know, make your peace <laughs> and hold on for dear life. <laughs> so, and I think people treat. I've realized why people cut me off so much. You let them. I let them. I I give that car's length. There's always a space for a car to fit between me and the car in front of me. And so many people decide that that space was made just for them. It's got their name on it. It's got and their you, you have that sign on the front of your Jeep. Yeah, that says, says be a dick to me. Get in front of me. <laughs> get in front of me and then please slam on your brakes. I, it's also because I, you, 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 know, you made me notice it that I hang on the left pretty hard. Which is fine if you're on the left <laughs> and there's a median. In all other situations, it makes everyone sketch. <laughs> I, I hey, I drive on the lines, not on the lines, but very close to the lines on the left side always. The worst is on a bridge. 
That made and people are honking at you in the other direction. They're like, ah! <laughs> even though there's plenty of room, it's yeah. still like, I don't want to be near anyone <laughs> on a bridge. What sketches me out is I don't like being to the right because like that's harder. That's a harder di- d- distance to judge. Yeah, it is, right. I know exactly where I am on the left. I kind of know where I am on the right. <laughs> <laughs> well, give or take a couple meters. I don't a foot or two. <laughs> but so what happens is my, my headlights are incredibly bright. If I am behind you and I, cause if I'm behind you, I'm going to be to your left and my headlight is going to be shining directly into your passenger or your driver's mirror. And I will blind you. And you think I'm doing it on purpose. Cause it looks like I have my brights on, but I don't. I've seen people on the beltway turn on like trucks with the giant, LED light strip on the yeah. top, turn that on to get somebody out in front of them. Those things are freaking bright, man. Yeah. Yeah. So what I do is if somebody starts like, like I'll get up behind them and they like, they'll, they'll brake check me. Cause I've, I've come up behind them kind of quick. I'm like, Oh cool. Like, sorry. And what I do now is I turn my headlights off and I put my fog lights on and that's the only lights I have on. So I'm not like blinding them because it does look like I come up behind a small car and I can see the mole on the back of their neck because it's so freaking well illuminated. Wow. Wow. On that note, uh, <laughs> I've got one more thing that I want to say. <laughs> and then that, that kind of leads me into the last thing. And then we'll, we'll cut it off after that. Uh, I, I got a, not really a promotion, but I got more responsibilities this past week. I had to take a training. So now I can, uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, technically manage the people in my company. Okay. Like I was doing it before, but now I'm, I'm officially going to be improving their time or whatever. Just, a, just a one guy for now and then a couple more once we hire them. Uh, but anyways, I, did, I had to take a training <clears throat> on how to be empathetic. Uh, it was like five minutes. Oh. It, may, it could have been closer to ten. The point is, it wasn't very long. <laughs> it's like how to be empathetic. And don't be a dick. Yeah, it's like uh, listen to their problems. Don't, don't necessarily give them a solution, right? Because that's when we get into sketchy legal territory, right? Right. But listen to their emotional problems. See if there's anything you can do to help them out. Uh but it was like, what What the fuck is a 10-minute training going to do for someone who do- it doesn't know how to be empathetic? Like, <laughs> that's not something you can learn in 10 minutes for sure. You're, you either get it or you're a psychopath. <laughs> I mean, th- there's, those, are the, those are the two things. But one of the things with the training was like, don't say it could be worse. Fine. I'm like, uh, we could I achieve s- worse. I say that all the time. <laughs> But like when someone's in a bad situation, I'm like, it could be worse. You could be dead. No, I don't say that. But yeah, th- I, it's like it's like it's kind of like my go-to. You know, it could I be think worse. I think that is empathetic, though. I do too. To, it's like it's it's trying to get them to look on the bright side. Yeah, like look, you you're you're in a crappy situation, but if you look behind you, it it's a shittier situation. But according to this training, that makes someone feel like they're not being heard. I could see it. I could see it. Yeah. I, I could get behind it, but I could see for someone that I don't talk to on the daily, I I could see not using that line. But if I talk to you on the daily, right? I think you're gonna. You, I'll, I'm listening. I'm kind of with you, but either way, the way you you are empathetic with different people depends on the other person. Yeah, I mean, it, so, it could have been worse. Your house could have burned down and you were in it. Yes, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, no, that's that's better. That's that's not a good situation. Better. <laughs> I don't know. It. I just thought it was so silly that I had a dick training on how to be empathetic. Like, I I understand why they did it, but it's just, it's not just good. to just to sign on some time cards. I guess, yeah. I mean, and be their their uh, speaker when they're up for promotion or what have you. Okay. It's a it's an important role. Like everybody in the company has 
this person, right? It's they have two people that like an extra little star directly responsible for them. Uh, yes, uh, more responsibility, the same amount of money. So, so do you guys also in the office have that little like it's it's kind of like a sleeve, not a sleeve. It's it's like a blue fabric with all these little sleeves on it, and you have three cards in it. One's green, and one's yellow, and one's red. Do you guys also have that in there? Was this like something you did in elementary school? <laughs> we definitely did it at mutual. I don't remember. But like, if you're like doing a good job, your card's green for the day. If you're doing an okay job, it's yellow. And if you fucked up, it's red. And if it's a red, like they like call your parents. Are you gonna call their spouse if they get a red? Is that like your manager style now? Uh, n- n- no. I've <laughs> never, I've never heard of that. Ever. Really? Yeah. No. Oh, dude. I could. Did well, I did. I didn't go to kindergarten, so maybe that's it. Uh, we had it in first grade with Miss Freeland. Uh, this that's probably a different different teacher style. Yeah, I just, that's just every time someone says like I'm like a manager, I like for some reason I always picture that as like the method of discipline. <laughs> and yellow, you're on thin ice, Mister. Like when you're up for promotion, like let's look at the cards. He's <laughs> had seven yellows this year and four hundred reds. There's not, not even four hundred days in a year. What did he do? I will say I had my card flipped to red one time. Yeah, and I'm sure they called your dad and... It was the last time my card got flipped. Right. Well, it was Tyler Michael's fault. I'm sure it's always somebody else's fault. I mean, fault. it was. You are a true Overwatch player. It is always <laughs> somebody else's fault. Here's here's why it is Tyler Michael's fault. Because we were we were playing and he wanted the ball and I threw him the ball and he did not put his arms up. For the ball. Mm, sounds and, exactly like his fault. And then he he yelled at me, and I yelled at him, and we like had a little tussle. And he got his card flipped red, and then he told the story, and then I got my card flipped red. Nice. So it was his fault. One time I got in first grade, I got lunch detention. Well, that's not what they called it. It was put your name in the reminder book, and then <laughs> to remind the teacher that you had to spend five minutes with her at lunch. Okay. Uh, because I gave a kid a high five and then his hand hit the desk and it made a loud noise. Everybody was fine. <laughs> apparently that was disruptive. <laughs> I got in trouble for that. It's like, okay, well. Uh, Anyways, well, that this, this has been a this has been a quite a content filled podcast. <laughs> way more so than I was thinking it would have been. Uh, it was a good one. Yeah, I I've enjoyed these uh, these free form ones. I've enjoyed them a lot. They're a lot easier to do. I'm not sure if they're any easier to listen to. I listen to them and I... I'm, yeah, we've, we've got some good feedback on them. Okay. Yeah. I, I would like someone to give me feedback. Everyone just gives it to you and I don't see shit. Uh, I've got, I don't know, hundreds of emails saying, don't wear your socks to bed. That's fair enough. That's a good, that's a good feedback. I appreciate it. <laughs> Anyways, uh, thank you guys so much for listening. You got any notes to go out on? I am supposed to make an apology for like... a episode like two or three ago but um i don't want to what was the apology having to do with the uh susan b anthony yes it thing? has to do with the I susan b knew anthony. It. <laughs> <laughs> i knew it i framed the story wrong uh i asked them i forget i it's been so long now i forget what i asked them but they did they answered the question i asked originally and then i turned it into they answered the question wrong and like a dingus and they didn't appreciate it because that they listened to that episode. Oh uh, yeah. Well, so it's always someone else's fault. No, and no, th- on that note, this one's mine. <laughs> <laughs> I will accept. Uh, but still, shouts out to Susan B. Anthony, who was the first woman to sit in the front of the bus. 
<laughs> and on that note, let's end it. Thank you guys so much for listening. See you next week.